It is the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Nikki Collin joining us now, um, making her appearance. And, and um, Nikki, it is uh, always uh, always fun to catch up with you, especially after a, a, a big win li- like that uh, with Utah coming in and especially with them coming in to the conference next season. Um, it just kind of packed a punch. But, you know, before we start kind of breaking down the game and looking back, um, that the crowd was way into that. I even saw kind of late in the game, Dre was checking back in with three or four minutes left, and she was, you know, kind of getting swept up and trying to get the crowd going. But the students and, and you all obviously did a lot of cool things with the uh, Taylor Swift, and I think the president and the first gen even got involved in a video I saw. But that had to be uh, – that had to be kind of a cool experience to see how fired up everyone was on a night when it was a doubleheader. Uh, the women, uh, in my estimation, got most of the attention. Yeah, well, and I, you know, the, and the, truthfully, I think the men wanted it that way. They, they were. It was a late ad, um, and we found a way to make it work. I think it was about. Uh, it was actually media day um, when we were heading to Kansas City that we even like got this all figured out because they'd had it had a team drop them and we're moving some things around and so it turned into a really cool opportunity to market it uh, another way as well but there was no question Michaela Sullivan and Terry on on our staff um, start to finish from the marketing perspective um, it is by far um, the best thing we've done um, in terms of how we led up to it you know kind of the day-by-day plan the stuff we put on social, the giveaways, the the campus activations. Um, we certainly were targeting students, but we were also targeting young people in the community, and I, I think that's where our fan base needs to grow. Um, so it was a really cool way to c- connect the dots, and, and obviously with a, a top 10 opponent coming in, um, that was icing on the cake, but really, really well done by our marketing people and an awesome environment. The students, like, I can't thank enough. You know, I just – Students make all the difference in their energy, what they bring to the game, how they cheer, um, the passion that they have. I think it elevates the rest of the crowd experience as well. And so um, it's definitely the best home court advantage we've had um, since I've been at Baylor. Well, um, in in a top five win, uh, I just think it serves notice early in the season. It'll be interesting to see. Now, uh, we were kind of talking about it yesterday, where y'all will end up, how far you'll move up in the uh, in the rankings. I know you're not overly concerned with that, but but we are. We like to watch that stuff. Um, you know, the, the start of it was kind of Dre in Asia set the tone. You get Peely in foul trouble, and, I mean, that's what you have to do when you have a unbelievable player like that, Pac-12 player of the year last season, and – and you get her out of the game quickly, which she only played. She didn't even play quite two minutes in the first half. Uh, you know, you you want to get the lead as big as you can. And, and I thought one of the more impressive things, Nikki, looking back, is she came back with a vengeance in that third quarter, and yet you'll finish the quarter strong, especially with that flourish. The, the play at the end of the third quarter was huge. But to withstand those kind of body blows from a great player – um, I think says a lot about your team because obviously when she got it going, she's 
dang near impossible to stop, and you tried a couple of different things against her. But uh, I thought that was pretty cool how they uh, she had it rolling for like whatever sixteen points in the third quarter, and yet they they lost ground in, in when it really came to the end of the quarter. Well, we knew. I mean, they pl- played to her. They played through her. Um, she's Pac-12 player for a reason. Um, preseason Pac-12 player of the year again. Um, you know, her footwork is so good around the rim. Um, she's probably no more than six feet tall, but but her footwork, her use of angles, and her body is elite. It's really elite. And then throw in the fact that oh, she's a forty percent three point shooter. Um, it makes her a really tough guard. And I, I think we went into the night um, with the the goal of trying to take away the three. You know, they had made twenty one threes in the game before. Certainly, it was against zone. Um, but making them them go two by two by two and not letting them get hot from the three and and let a McQueen get going. We knew Neepkins, we knew Peely were going to get some because they're they're the most versatile um, inside out attacking draw fouls um, players that they have. But I thought the fact that between the two of them, they also turned it over eleven times. You know, was really telling Utah. Mm-hmm. I think the you know, in, in a massive respect kind of way, the thing that impressed me the most about Utah's stats from a season ago is that every person on their team who played any significant minutes, like one through nine, had a positive assist-to-turnover ratio. That is not normal. You know, if you have three guards that are positive to negative, so often your your forwards do not, your centers never do. They're going to get the illegal screens. You know, they're the people that you're playing to at the rim, um, you know. And so I think to, to to do a better job of sharing the basketball, having more assisted baskets, for us to be on the positive assisted turnover side against them and flip it around, um, I think says a lot about our aggressiveness. We certainly had a lot of breakdowns, and the film doesn't lie defensively, but our breakdowns tended to lead to layups and not threes. Um, and so against a team like that, that can get so much energy and life out of a three-point shot, the fact that at least our mistakes were at the rim, um, you know, was helpful. And I know they missed some free throws for us, for sure. They also got a couple of them back and ended up turning them into more points, you know, with their misses than had they made their darn free throws. So um, just really proud of our, our efforts start to finish. I mean, we had moments that we didn't look good offensively. We had moments that we didn't look good defensively. We had moments we looked great offensively. We had moments we looked great defensively. Um, and so it's about, you know, but what I was super proud of is they, they obviously played to their two great players who scored the bulk of their points. But I just thought, you know, Dre had great moments early. Jada had a great third quarter. Bella made a little bit, of, made a play in every quarter. Um, you know, we, we just had players make key plays. Sarah in the fourth quarter, you know, hitting threes, making her free throws, and having, you know, a 10-point, 12-point quarter of her own. So I just felt like we had these moments in the game where you see how balanced we can be and how hard we are going to be to guard because you can't really key in on anybody because somebody else is going to beat you, you know. And and you talked about the last play of the third quarter, like even the specialty situations where we put Yaya in just to get her going downhill full speed because she's the fastest on our team with the ball in her hands. 
Um, you know, and so because of that, the dime she threw, but then you got to make the shot, you know, but I think those momentum, um, plays are so big for your crowd, for the energy, for how you go into the fourth. And so, you know, it's, it's, um, that's what I'm, that's what I'm most proud of. I mean, we've got a lot of things to fix. Um, it's the second game of the season. Um, but I'd be, I'd rather be fixing them after a win than loss. Now, having said that, we have to learn to handle success. You know, there's a lot of praise going on right now. So, you know, the quote for the day for my team is a John Wooden quote. You can't let praise or criticism get to you. It's a weakness to get caught up in either one. You know, like we have to just view this as a building block and one that we'd like to build positively off of. But, hey, we got to be better in our ball screen coverage. Our ball screen coverage was not good enough, you know, and we just we want to be elite. If we want to be elite, you know, we've got, we've got to grow. Um, and so hopefully winning though, gets them motivated to get back out. You don't have a hangover from a loss. So, well, if you need me to be like highly critical in this interview, I can, I'm capable of doing that. You know, if it would really, (laughs) Hey, whatever you, you know what, as people probably rightfully know, I'm pretty much an open book. I probably overshare And, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm usually pretty honest on both sides, yeah. you know, and so, yeah. um, well, you know, I, I can, like, I've always said I consider myself like a teacher of the game and like nobody yeah. is above like the game itself. And so this idea of like always wanting to put the best product and like do the game, a, not do the game a disservice, you know, like I just, I yeah. think this team can be really special, but we have to continue to get better. Yeah. I mean, the only time you've been a closed book is when I tried to find out who you played in that, that secret scrimmage. Yeah, and then, and then like, we posted pictures later of our our girls were posting pictures on social. And you can clearly <laughs> see the Aggies in the background. So, you know, we played Texas A&M, Mosley. We played Texas Thank A&M. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. I've been dying to know I this. Think- yes. <laughs> I've been, I've, this is this is my investigative work. Um, all right, <laughs> yeah, and, and, we, were, we weren't real good at keeping it quiet. <laughs> Coach Nikki <laughs> Collin with uh, Matt Mosley on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. And I mean, to your point about the depth, y'all do come at people in waves. And I mean, I, you know, it's just interesting to watch because, like, Danae is a really good player. Like, I mean, I, I watched her out there the other night, and I'm like, dang, she could re- she can really help this team. And I know she will throughout the season. But, I mean, and I looked after the game, and she I think she played six minutes. I mean, that that's yeah. somebody that could play 25 or 30 minutes easy for a lot of teams. And so that's going to be a challenge. It's not a bad challenge to have. But, you know, try how do I find minutes for all these folks? And how do I – you know, get the best of them. But that's interesting what you said, because Yaya, you know, you kind of know exactly what she does. I mean, how cool was it that, I mean, there were a couple moments in that game where it's like, uh-oh, somebody needs to do something. And and one of them was when they tied it, and it's kind of like, man, this thing's, this thing's kind of going the wrong way. I think they had a 7-0 run, and y'all had played so well for much of the game. In Asia split like a I don't know how she kind of did it I mean I, part of it she's so strong but she just went between two defenders for a layup and it I mean it was like something y'all had to have 
And in that moment, she gave it to you. And then I thought later it was Fauntleroy, not just the big three. She and then she had a sweet little um, shot in the lane. And it's just like, man, I mean, you would have thought she was like a fifth-year senior. I mean, how calm. Yeah, we definitely, we it, definitely had players yeah. make plays, and I, and it wasn't, yeah. um, it wasn't terrible defense. It wasn't just a breakdown. We turned the corner. We're shooting a layup. It was, it was players stepping up and making plays. And I thought, I thought Jada did the same thing. Um, you know, I think we have, we have, we have a chance to grow from this game in terms of how we move the basketball. It stuck a little bit too much, and I think we might have, might have not needed. Um, some of the, the plays that we needed to make because the ball got stuck. Um, but I did think, you know, Asia, <laughs> it's funny, they, they play all man. They, Utah's a man-to-man team. And it's so, so you mm. know, I'm going to script um, the first at least two plays of every game. And, um, you know, sometimes it's something that we, that we run regularly. Sometimes it's literally called first play because it's something different. It's some counter. It's something that, that we think we can take advantage of what they do, but it couldn't have set up any better because the first they decided to like mess with us and jump in a zone on the first possession. But the man play that we ran got a high post catch and a cutter behind, which is exactly what you want to do to a two, three zone. And so, you know, we start the game with an uncontested layup to Asia and I think yeah. even that happening like that um, was just so helpful to like, okay, we put the ball in the basket. You know how sometimes that first basket against a good team can be hard to come by, you know? And, and yeah. so to get an uncontested layup on the first play, um, you know, I think was like everyone gets to take like a deep breath and, and let the sigh out and go, okay, now let's just play. And so, you know, that played, that played into our success. Um, But we do, we have so many talented players that we have to keep learning how to make the extra pass, to cut into open space, to not ball watch, because we've got players that can go do things with the basketball. So we can't ball watch, but you are a hundred percent on, on Danae. Um, If there's one kid, when I look back and watch the film and said, she gave us really good minutes on both sides of the basketball. Um, and probably should have gone to more like coaches do that too. You feel the game out. Sometimes you watch the film at the end of the game and you're like, okay, like she really showed me something, you know, and she missed some time this fall. Um, but I think that, you know, you're absolutely right. You know, I think she's someone that can make shots, has a toughness about her. When we were switching some screens, she was by far our best guard at being physical and not letting um, them get to post-ups when she got in switching situations, whether it was an on-ball or off-ball action. Um, and so, you know, I, we've always known that about her. It's why we, like, wanted her uh, in the portal. But there's no doubt that we don't have a talent issue. You know, we, we need to figure out how to utilize them and move the pieces around and and – we should be playing with great pace because we shouldn't be tired because of the talent we have. But, you know, in those coaches are no different than players in those type of matchups. Um, you're going with what you trust in that moment. And then now they, they, they have continue to have opportunity to build trust, you know, day by day, game by game. 
Um, but you're, you're never, I mean, the fact that I played 11 in a game that was close, I know even that is, I'm, I don't, I'm never done <laughs> since I've been at Baylor, <laughs> you know? And so even that, yeah. you know, was, um, new, new for us. Yeah. Um, talking to Nikki Collin, Matt Mosley's show, ESPN Central Texas. I mean, I, it's hard for me to move on. You got Harvard coming up and for all I know, you know, they play some pretty good ball in the, in the Ivy league and, and, um, and, and that, but I, it's just this, that was such a great win. I'm sure, you know, you're having to, to do the whole thing with your team. Okay. What's next? We got to move forward, but Mm -hmm. it is, it is, uh, it is a fun one to because uh, so many good things happen, and it's and like you say to correct mistakes. Like I mean, there were moments in that game, I thought, wait, Bugs handles the ball pretty well. Like I, I started having these thoughts. Like, could you could she ever play point for you? And then a couple times, of course, she was dribbling too much out there, and they kind of blitzed her a little bit. But there's just there's fascinating things about this team because you have this post player who can handle the ball and is going to lengthen her shot. And then you have another big girl, uh, you know, with Fauntleroy that literally, you know, is a three-point shooter but can also play down low. So, um, yeah, I mean, as you said after the game, that's one of the most interesting things is you – this is now a team for the most part. I mean, Sarah obviously had enormous shots down the stretch for the team. I mean, those two threes were huge. But – You've put this team together now, and and uh, I mean it's it's uh, uh, there'll be you know there'll be growing pains, but it's uh, the the it does seem like it's limitless. And now again, like you say, you've got to you've got to you want them to be encouraged and think, hey, we knocked off the top five team. But at the same time, you know you got to I guess you got to get that balance with them mentally, don't you? It's like that doesn't mean you, you we're do. a top it's five so team. It's so early. It's so early, and. <laughs> Yeah. And, um, you know, you last year, you know, and, and I, I'm never, you know, you, you don't, you don't, you don't want to go backwards, but you also, there are lessons from the past, you know, and, and a year ago we went to Oklahoma and won, we went to Kansas and won, we went to Iowa state and won, and we, we weren't good when we came home, you know, we didn't handle success. We were national team of the week after two good road wins and came home and, and, played poorly and lost to Oklahoma state at home, you know, coming off all this like positive publicity, both individually, collectively, um, you know, and so we, we have to learn to handle success just like you have to learn to handle adversity um, because that's what the great teams do. You don't get too high. You don't get too low, win or lose. You figure out how to right left, you know, it the next day and, and get better. And, and certainly you love that, you you started to see like hopefully this can build momentum in in the fan expectations and the fans not wanting to miss the opportunity because I think they impact the game more than they'll ever know you know the the players get excited to play in front of people and a year ago I felt like part of our success on the road was going and, and playing at with crowds at Texas at Kansas mm-hmm. at OU at Iowa State all games we went on the road and won you know, and wanting to have that home court advantage at home with the fans as much as the familiarity. And so, you know, hopefully there are some positives that come out of this in terms of excitement in the community. You know, you don't want to miss watching this team play. I hope 
people rally behind that, you know, and I know we're going into, you know, kind of a holiday week, but Harvard's really good and they're bringing back their best players, a Texas kid, Harmony Turner, and she, she can really score it. And certainly the last few years, Princeton has been the class of the Ivy, but Harvard's been right behind them and is always going to put a really good team on the, the floor. And Carrie Moore is doing a great job of, of building tradition there after, you know, a coach that was there for 30 years and did an amazing job and had a ton of success. And so um, they're, they're not going to come in here and beat themselves. We're going to have to beat them. And, you know, they, they just knocked off BC at BC. I don't know where BC's picked in the ACC, probably in the bottom third, but they still went in and beat a power five team on the road. Um, so, and, and they, they, they lost to Maryland by, by 25, but, you know, it was a 15-point game, a lot of the game, and they scored. They scored against Maryland. And so, you know, we're not going to take them lightly. Um, I think they're they're a talented group, and they're gonna, they are gonna they know who they are, and they know where the ball is going to go and when it's going to go there. Um, and so we're, we're going to have to show up and compete. They're not going to come in here and care that it's Baylor. Um, I, I truly believe that. That's just not me sandbagging. Um, and so mm-hmm. – you know, I'm, I'm excited to see how this team responds. You know, I, I want us to build off of this. I want us to be excited to get back out there um, and grow. Um, I want us to be able to take critique and say, okay, you know, if we want to win in March, this wasn't good enough. You know, because in March, the teams will take better advantage when we make these mistakes. And, you know, or maybe if our shots aren't falling, we can't give this up. Um, but I think the excitement around it was just seeing different players, Dre get us off to a great start, um, Yaya making, mixing plays in and making plays. It was Jada making plays in the third quarter, Sarah making her free throws at the end of the game. You know, just these moments as the game went along um, and, and really seeing Asia, and, and I can't, like, say this loud enough, Asia's still finding her game you know it it was lost you know it literally was gone and she's trying to to find herself um Mm -hmm. and you know a year ago in november asia was a monster and you know trying to get her back to owning the paint you know when she puts the ball she may be doing it from a different position but she should do it even more effectively with the people that she has surrounding her um, and so the fact that she was six for six inside the arc, you know, attacking the rim, getting to the offensive glass, like, you know, hopefully that builds her confidence. Um, she's going to make threes, but we got to get her to take the right threes and the right moments. And when she makes one, you know, she's going to be a consistent one for two a game, two for four a game um, type of three-point shooter. But I, I just think she can make such a huge difference for this team as she kind of finds um, her, you know, her, her legs again, you know, and really gets to where she knows um, when to drive it, where the space is, making simple plays, um, because I, I just think she's a scorer when she gets to five feet. Yeah, they're both, and, and of course, Dre's dangerous as well. I mean, this this you've got a lot of different ways you can go. Well, this was fun. Um, I, I wish you all would not schedule games uh on you know during the cowboys games but you know we'll, i i can multitask we'll, we'll find a way 
and uh, and then we'll hopefully get a All nice right, crowd out there. We did it for there. Harvard. They're trying to travel too, you know. So we we kind of had we kind of had to work with um, yeah. work with them uh, for them to play early enough to get them yeah. to get them out. So. Uh, yeah, but yeah, I'm well. sorry about that. But the Cowboys are doing well. They had a good yeah. good week last week. So yeah, I don't even know who they He's have a, yet this week. Yeah, they got the Carolina Panthers be a washout. Okay. So people, y'all can record it. Go watch the Bears live, and then you can go watch the Cowboys win by thirty or forty again. And and uh, I mean Harvard, these Harvard kids, they got to get back for class, don't they, by Monday? So you got to get them out they, of there hey. early. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Get them back back in the classroom. But, uh, all right, well, listen, we always look forward to it. Uh, Continued success. And uh, we will be talking to you uh, soon or look look forward to it. Awesome. Thanks, Matt. You bet. Nikki Collin, the head coach of the Baylor women, we'll see where they end up, could uh, move up as high as 12 or 13 in the AP rankings. And um, next, we'll uh, we'll get into some uh, our NFL blitz package. That is next.